Presented by Facebook. Hey, good morning, playbookers on Rokumuno Volin. It's Monday. And if Representative Liz Cheney loses her seat in Wyoming, it won't be because of her fundraising. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Representative Liz Cheney has set another personal fundraising record. The Wyoming Republican is fighting off a serious challenge from Harriet Hageman, a Cheyenne attorney, and the August 16th primary has turned into the most important and closely watched contest between the MAGA and traditional wings of the GOP. Donald Trump, Kevin McCarthy, Peter Thiel, and dozens of House Republicans who kicked Cheney out of House GOP leadership are backing Hageman. George W. Bush, Mitch McConnell, Mitt Romney, and Paul Ryan are backing Cheney. Normally, being booted out of leadership might put a crimp in a member's fundraising, but the Cheney camp is prepared to announce that it raised $2.94 million in the first quarter of this year. That brings her total haul for the cycle to more than $10 million. With four months left to go in the primary campaign, Cheney has $6.8 million on hand. In previous cycles, it was common for Cheney to raise a few hundred thousand dollars in a quarter, mostly from Wyoming residents. With the national attention her race has received, money has poured in from across the country. At the end of the first quarter of last year, Cheney set a then-personal fundraising record, $1.5 million, then $1.9 million in quarter two, $1.7 in quarter three, and $2 million in quarter four. But now, she shattered her quarter four record. Cheney's first quarter total is more than double of what Hageman raised. And that brings us to a final wrinkle in the race that hasn't received much attention. Trump's endorsement of Hageman didn't exactly clear the field. In fact, there is a more Trumpy candidate in the race, Anthony Bouchard, a state senator, arguably has more of a claim to the Trump mantle than Hageman, who was previously a never-Trump Republican and called then-candidate Trump racist and xenophobic. Bouchard, meanwhile, has been a Trump diehard since the 2016 primaries. He has some major vulnerabilities as a candidate. When he was 18, the Casper Star Tribune reported that he, quote, had a relationship with and impregnated a 14-year-old girl. His colleagues in the legislature kicked him off his committees last month. But some Wyoming observers are comparing the dynamic to the Alabama GOP Senate primary in 2017. When Trump endorsed the seemingly more electable Luther Strange over the seemingly toxic Roy Moore, who still ended up winning the MAGA vote and the primary. If Hageman and Bouchard split the Trump vote, Cheney could squeak by with a plurality coalition of traditional Republicans and Democrats who switch parties to vote for her on primary day. She certainly has the money now to execute that plan, and if she beats Trumpism in Wyoming, she'll immediately be able to leverage her new national fundraising network into a potential 2024 primary showdown against the man himself. After all, she said last May, quote, I'll do everything I can to ensure that the former president never again gets anywhere near the Oval Office. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 8.55 a.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will depart Newcastle, Delaware, arriving back at the White House at 9.50. At 10 a.m., Biden will receive the president's daily brief. At 11 a.m., Biden will meet virtually with Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi, with the pool spray at the top. At 2.15, Biden will announce new action on gun crime from the Rose Garden, with Vice President Kamala Harris and Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco also speaking. It's expected that Biden will officially announce two major moves related to gun violence. First, a new policy on ghost guns, untraceable firearms that lack serial numbers and are made from kits purchased online. The new rule isn't a ban, but a change in how the government treats the kits, forcing buyers to, quote, go through the same process they would have to go through to purchase a commercially made firearm, a senior administration official told reporters on a call Sunday night. Second, a new nominee to head the ATF. This afternoon, the president is expected to nominate Steve Dettelbach as head of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives. 
Biden's last nominee to head the ATF, David Chipman, was forced to withdraw amid opposition from moderate and conservative Democrats and Republicans who took issue with his advocacy of gun control. If confirmed, Dettelbeck, a former U.S. attorney in Ohio, would be the first permanent director of the ATF since 2015. Here's what's on the vice president's calendar. At 4.15, the vice president will also announce new action on relieving medical debt, joined by a parade of other administration officials. Press Secretary Jen Psaki will brief at 1 p.m. The House and the Senate are out today. All right, that's all we got for you today. For more news on what's breaking in DC right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Rogan Munavalin. Have a good week. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Facebook connects people, and they know meaningful connection can only happen on safe, secure platforms. That's why they've invested $16 billion in safety over six years. The impact? They've quadrupled their safety and security teams and addressed millions of pieces of harmful content and removed 1.7 billion fake accounts over the last few months. Learn more about how they protect their communities online and the work ahead at about.fb.com slash taking action.